and welcome to the Flexitarian Feast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eliz, and we are two home cooks trying to eat more plants. Thanks for joining us. Today we are talking all about beach house trips, or any vacation rental house situation. (laughs) Um, It can sometimes be a challenge to figure out what to cook and eat when you are traveling, especially when you're using a new kitchen. Yeah. So Michelle, I'm dying to ask you, do you travel with your Instant Pot? (laughs) (laughs) I love so much that you asked this. Um, No, I never have, but I have considered it, but I've never done it. I really should, though, because I really do love that thing. And I think you should. It would make some things easier. I really should try it out. You should try it out. <laughs> Maybe that's a good goal for the year for you. <laughs> I've always read it's good to travel with your own knives, but yeah. I've never have because I'm too lazy. I never remember. Um, sometimes I've, I have brought my knife one time or a knife, but then I'm always afraid I'm going to forget it there. Yeah, and then I'm afraid I'm going to like cut myself with it when I'm <laughs> unpacking. I don't know. Yeah, the knives are usually my biggest complaint, though. Um, so sometimes I wish I brought a cutting board. Like the last place we stayed had these like tiny, the the tiny cutting boards that you could like that you would use to cut a lemon or something, but not to chop like 10 potatoes. Oh man. And I just was so irritated with that. So, so that kind of made that on my list. Like maybe next time (laughs) I bring a cutting board. Your instant pot and a cutting board. (laughs) And a knife. And a knife. Um, I like to also bring some like dish towels. Um, I like to bring my French press for coffee because I don't trust those drip machines. Like they're just inconsistent. And I'm maybe I'm a little bit of a coffee snob, but I like to bring. Well, that's press. fair. I had a situation one time when we were traveling, and there was a drip coffee machine, and I went to open it, and it was full of mold. Ew! Yeah, exactly. They don't get clean. It's gross. Sometimes they like are just clogged up. Yeah, I or, don't trust them really. I don't either. know. So I, I like to bring that and my own coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's also smart to bring foil or like saran wrap. You can use foil for like if you line a sheet pan with it. You can use it oh, for yeah. cleaning. It's easier to clean up, or just wrapping up food. Like there's always leftovers, and there's never any. Tup- Sometimes there's not Tupperwares or just something you don't have to worry. More dishes you have to clean. So that's something else I like to think about. I don't always remember all these things, but. Yeah, I usually bring <laughs> tea, which oh, yeah. I like. I drink tea, and I we also bring like a pour over or something for yeah. coffee. Um, and then I also bring Ziploc bags, and I have mostly stopped using single mm-hmm. use Ziplocs, but I do bring them when they're we're so traveling because they're so handy and it's all about cleanup. Yeah, and with those two, like if you are leaving and you have stuff still in them, you just throw them in your cooler exactly. or whatever. You don't yeah, have to. Yeah, a cooler I think is a must Yeah, because if, you, if you try to use, like if there's a bunch of Tupperwares at the house and you use those, then you still have to like empty them out and put them somewhere, put them, wash them and then put your food somewhere or throw it away. So that's kind of annoying. Um, I do know some people that have a whole big, like huge Tupperware thing full of stuff that they take when they go to beach houses or camping or whatever that's, that's like full of spices and maybe it even has like paper plates and dish towels just you know yeah, anything I feel that like you would I, want i feel like the salt situation is never quite right yes. either because i only really cook with kosher salt or uh-huh. sea salt and it's sometimes it's always like table salt yeah which is different yeah or like a pepper grinder. last time i brought a pepper grinder because oh, you just smart. can't no, what they're you just can't know. That's the frustrating. Thing. I like the idea of having just like a go bag full of all this yeah. stuff so, that you bring. Yeah, I do know people that have that. It's just like a big tub, and then they just put it in their car. It's like that's in their smart. garage, and they just put it in their car when they're going somewhere. So that's super smart. But that is a good I'm not idea. that not quite that organized yet. I'm not either, but it's something to aspire <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah. Although I do, when we're traveling, meal plan for every single meal and snack. That's very impressive. 
it Tell is me all super about boring. It. Uh, <laughs> maybe kind of pathetic, but I um, and I did not do this before we had kids, but now it's a must because they eat all the time, yeah. and we eat on a schedule, so we have to be organized about meal times. Um, and I need to make sure that we have food for them if we're do- out doing something. Or yeah, whatever. like in your bag on the go stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when we're traveling, we definitely eat out more often, um, but I do plan it ahead of time. And then I also put flexibility. So I'm like, okay, we'll go out to eat one of the three nights, and then we'll kind of choose which night we go out based on I don't know, yeah. how the afternoon went or if anybody's grumpy or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Or if you're just out all day and you don't feel like cooking. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I know you usually travel or you often travel with groups of friends. Yeah. So how do you guys figure out what to eat and who's making what? So the thing that usually works out has worked out the best is it's usually groups of like groups of couples. So say if it's six couples and we're there for three nights, then every couple would be responsible for like one breakfast or one dinner. So then you only really have to plan for one meal and then everyone's on their own for lunches or snacks during the middle middle part of the day. Um, so that always seems to work out really well. And like the last time we did this, I had to make a breakfast and a dinner because it was kind of a longer trip or there were less people or less people committed to cooking or I don't remember what the situation was. But so for breakfast, I made those super fluffy eggs that I talked about last time. Yeah. They were so good. And then I did like a potato bell pepper hash kind of thing on this flat top propane flat top grill that somebody brought. So it's kind of like, kind of like a grill, but instead of grill grates, it's flat. It's like a flat top. Um, oh, I have one of those. Cast iron thing, but it's oh. outside with propanes, like a big oh, as a grill. I'm going nice. to get one this summer because we don't really cook meat and I feel like grilling is really good for meat, but for vegetables, like having the flat top kind of makes a little oh, more sense definitely. in a way. So anyway, so I made like hash and I made those eggs and that was really good. And then for dinner, I made um, this really good barbecue tofu that's sort of, it's from the kitchen and you just like toss it, you rip the tofu up into random chunks, don't cut it, and then toss it with a bunch of spices and then bake it. And then you toss it with whatever barbecue sauce or we were just talking like buffalo sauce would be really good. Yeah, that would be so um, good. And that was a big hit. People were asking for the recipe left and right. Kind of tastes like like pork, maybe pork chunks. Like, kind of smoky. Yeah. And just like the texture is really good. Also, if you freeze a tofu before you do this, then it tofu takes on a different consistency after it's been frozen and thawed back out. It's like huh. denser in a way. Like, I don't know. Do like you use chewier? a tofu press? I do. I have one. It's really good. It's by a brand called Tofuture. <laughs> um, but it's really awesome. That's great. It's it's like a all-containing thing. It doesn't leak water all over the counter or anything. Like oh, some nice. of them I've seen, it's like a just a big like a press thing like that's open in the middle. So you have still have to put it on a plate or something. This thing that I have is all contained. So it like it's like a, con- a I don't know how to describe it, but I'll link it in the show notes. It's like a a thing that holds like a, a strainer. Oh, a strainer. So it's like a, a bottom piece, a strainer piece, and then the press part. Oh, nice. And then it attaches with like elastic. So it pushes down, drains out through the bottom, and then you just dump it. So do you freeze the tofu, thaw the tofu, and then press the tofu? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So but you don't have to do that, but that's just an option for any tofu recipe. Just kind of change it. Some people that don't like tofu think it's better after it's been frozen. Interesting. Because it's a different texture. Huh, so, I'm have to try that. Yeah, so the barbecue tofu was a good thing to make because it's in the oven. So then while that was cooking, I made like a creamy pasta thing that I thought the kids would like. And I just made a green salad with that. So I Perfect. brought stuff for 
the salad dressing, but everything else I just stopped and picked up on the way. And that's usually what I do when we're doing this. I just stop on the way, pick up whatever. So I don't have to pack a lot of food stuff and worry about it staying cold or whatever. I just stop when we get close. And I try to do more of like pantry meals yeah. than something elaborate, especially not knowing what spices and stuff are going to be there. Yeah, so that's there's that really approach. nice Safeway right in by Lincoln City. Oh, I can't picture it, but I'm sure Anyways, been there. it's like it's like probably it's like the only grocery yeah. store on the way to the coast. Some <laughs> of those little towns that they don't have good stores, or they're just like not they don't have as many options, right? Or so it's, it's really expensive. Yeah, so like simple things are sometimes better. Yeah, That's yeah. We usually we usually stop too um, and get groceries, which is good. But then the last time we traveled, we went to uh, Rhododendron, which is up in Mount Hood, and it's only forty five minutes away. Yeah, and the check in was at four o'clock, so I just brought a cooler. Yeah, it's not that far. So it's not that far. Yeah, and it's also it like fine. if you have stuff in your fridge to use, then exactly. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, I brought, like, all the fruit that was, like, probably going to go bad while we were gone. Yeah, I just try to plan out the easiest thing that's going to require the least amount of specialty things. Like, I know there's probably going to be at least one pot, at least one pan. You can probably make pasta. Yeah, you can probably make pasta. You There's hopefully going to be some kind of sheet pans. You can bake something. But you can't be sure. That's the thing that frustrates me I know. It's kind of fun. It is fun. But also kind of frustrating. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I guess also sometimes I'd rather just get to the house and check it out first, but then it's like, you don't know what food to bring. So it's sort of like yeah. pick and choose. So we always do nachos for our first night, yeah, um, which is super great. And if we don't have time at the grocery store or like when we went to rhododendron, I just, I bought pre-shredded cheese and froze yeah. it and oh, just smart. put it in the cooler. Cause you can freeze shredded cheese. I didn't know that. You can freeze all cheese. But, but all, whole, great. a solid block would probably take forever to thaw back out. Yeah. But having so I buy like shredded cheese at Costco and I just yeah. keep it in the freezer because mm-hmm. we can't get through like a giant two pack of it or whatever. That's smart, and then you can just take out what you need at a time. Yeah, That's or cool. you can just thaw it and let it sit in the fridge. Anyway, so I did that. But um, I, you know, I when I make nachos at home, I usually do it on a sheet pan. But yeah. I feel like I I do that sometimes at a beach house too. But it, the cleanup is tough. Yeah, and like the cheese sticks, and then it's like I don't know. So what I did last time was I just had everybody assemble their own nachos on a plate and microwaved it. Yeah. And you know what? Tastes great. It's the same effect. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I do, really So smart. I just bring like chips, a can of beans, black olives, jar of salsa, jar of pickled jalapenos, which I think is key. Yes. And then if you are going to a store, you could pick up ground meat or ground meat substitute. Um, you could do sour cream, fresh salsa, green onions. Yeah. Bell peppers if you want. Avocado. Avocado. How did I forget avocado on my list? <laughs> cream cheese. I mean, sour cream. Sour cream. cream exactly. Cheese. What am I talking about? Uh, anyways, <laughs> I one of my like big considerations for traveling meals is I don't want to hear any whining about yeah, that's food. fair. Because <laughs> it's like my vacation too. And yeah. so it's for me, it's like not the time to try a new vegetable yes. or anything like that. So trying to make it easy. Yeah, so we do a lot of like kid family favorites, like nachos or even quesadillas. You can yeah. also do quesadillas in the microwave. That works. Yeah, just totally. Fine. That's genius and so yeah. easy. And then I also always like to think about what is going to be easy to clean up because I don't want to spend my beach house time. Well, cleaning, yeah, that's another thing. Cleaning like, the kitchen. It's your vacation too. You don't want to be doing chores. Exactly. I used <laughs> to do like eggs for breakfast, but then the pans at beach houses are always so awful actually yeah that made me think that i might bring one of my nonstick pans next time yeah because they just get trashed it's the best way to cook eggs with those nonstick pans they just like swish yeah, on and out. You just like 
One, the, my, the one that I have, you don't even have to wash it, really. Yeah, it's you just, just like kind of wipe it real quick wipe and it out. it's yeah, done. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so, anyway, so we just do toast and yogurt for breakfast because that's easy. Yeah, that's super easy. And then we also like to get – I get usually get a lot of food that the kids don't usually get. So, like the yogurt squeezes or if we go out for breakfast, they can have hot chocolate or orange juice or those kinds of things. Um, and then we always let them order dessert if we're out for dinner. Yeah. Because it's vacation. And I also have found that they're also willing to try – more new foods on vacations. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. That's cute. But last time we went to the coast, they both ate fish and chips and clam chowder. They tried clam chowder. I which love that. They don't like soup, apparently. Well, yeah, I was thinking that's funny because maybe clam chowder is just one of those things. When I was a kid, I was really picky and I definitely didn't eat seafood, but I loved clam chowder. So funny. Is it the oyster crackers? I think it might be the crackers or maybe it's just because you're at the ocean. So it feels like, it feels like an fancy. ocean food I don't or know. something. We like, always like talk it up like, ooh, we're going to a fancy seafood restaurant. They only have this here Plus, or something like did that. Did you go you know? to Moe's? No. Oh, okay. Another place. Okay. But they have a really good. chowder is never gluten-free, so I don't know. Oh, it. that's so sad. But yeah, Ryan loves it. Moe's, which is this chain up here in Oregon. I think they're only in Oregon. Anyway, they have the best cheese bread, so you couldn't eat that either. But it's yeah. they serve it I with their watch everyone eat it. Clam chowder and it's so delicious. Like their chowder's fine, but their cheese bread's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it well, anyways, I would like to talk to you more about that cheese bread. Yeah. Offline, maybe. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's kind of like the bread they used to have at Sizzler. You don't remember you mean that Sizzler. Sizzler. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking about. it's like the same as that. It's like Texas toast. It's really buttery. And, oh yeah, Texas toast. Yeah, toasted and really good. So I don't hmm. know what they do to it. it's magic. Um, another <laughs> thing I like to get is pre-made cookie dough, which is something I never ever buy unless yeah. we're on vacation. Um, and you can get that gluten free too, like at any store basically. Really, that's cool. It's yeah, that Safeway has it. Fun to have. You oh know, yeah, just break cookies. off a couple, yeah. pop them in the oven. It feels so special and I fancy. I bought those just to have at home sometimes because they're so good. It's like I like whenever I make big stuff, we never eat it quick enough. So if you buy those things, you can oh, just yeah. cook just, a couple at a time. And, exactly, uh, satisfies the craving without having to like dirty up five bowls or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Baking just always seems like a lot to me. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think those are all really, really, really good ideas. What are some other things you do? For- um, I, one time I stopped at Papa Murphy's on the way to get pizzas and I thought that was super smart. That is super smart. Cause then it's like, you pick them up, you throw them in the fridge or you bake them right away. Or another time we went to like a pla- like we were going out towards the rhododendron and there's a really good barbecue spot out there. Oh, you just picked up takeout? And no, we, we went there and ate because we hadn't been there and we wanted to try it. But then we just ordered way too much food. So we would have leftovers. Oh, that's so smart. And then we just ate that the next day. So that was pretty cool. I've assembled lasagna ahead and then brought it and just baked it at the house. So that was easy. I didn't have to worry about what pans yeah, were there. That's just so bring smart. my own. Uh, I also like to make soup, uh, broccoli cheese soup is one. There's one from Smitten Kitchen that I really like to make. That's it's really heavy on the broccoli, and you're supposed to like blend some of it up. I think I've made that soup. If there's no blender, you just smash it with a whatever you can find, and you know mash or it up. Or if you a have little. an immersion blender, you could just bring that. Yeah, that's or you could bring small. your immersion. That's true. That's another thing I should start bringing. I'm starting to like. Make oh, a you could probably list. make cocktails with that immersion blender. I mean, oh my gosh. I don't know if you could crush ice with an immersion blender, but no, you probably could. You definitely. I feel like you could do something with frozen. Fruit, if it was small? Yeah, you could probably make smoothies with it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. So those are some things that I've made. Like, it's, soup's easy because it's like, if you're stopping at the store, you just get, like, broth, an onion, some beans, like, whatever 
you yeah, know, whatever looks good, be easy. And then you could just use whatever herbs they have at the house. So you don't have to like think about it that much. Yeah. Or you could even make the soup ahead of time, freeze it and then bring it in yes. the cooler. And I then you could get like plan. a box of cornbread mix. Yes. Just or bake it up. you could buy like a good, good loaf of bread at the store when you stop yeah, to buy exactly. beer or whatever. <laughs> if that's what you're stopping for. Sometimes I'll make muffins too. Oh, to week. bring along. Yeah, to bring along. That's smart. It's a lot of work to get ready for a trip, you know? Yeah, I've definitely done the frozen soup thing too, or with chili. I did that for camping one yeah, time. Yeah, I've done that camping too. And we don't do a lot of camping. <laughs> yeah, we don't either. But my sister has a whole lot of great camping food ideas, so maybe we can talk with her about that in that the summer. That would be great. I would love to hear more camping tips. Yeah, because sure. I am a little intimidated by camping. Yeah, to be honest, and it so it seems like so much work. But yeah, so her family has been going camping at least a couple times a year. For the last few years. So she's got, and she pretty much plans out their, all their foods. I think that right. she's involved with like, or she's responsible for like di- all the dinners. And then I think someone else does all the breakfast or something like oh, that. Nice. So, okay. Yeah. Let's definitely um, have her on to talk about that. Yeah. So we will do that in the summertime. Cool. Um, what about if you fly somewhere? Do you fly much with your kids or have you done that much? We have not done that much. I mean, we, we fly to California to see my family, um, yeah. twice a year. But outside of that, we haven't really done that many trips. What about the train? Have you taken them on the train? No, I haven't. That would be fun. That would be fun. You could just go to Seattle or not even – you don't have to go that far. You could go closer. There's probably a stop in the middle. Yeah, but it's like a long time. <laughs> it's a train. long time. But it would be fun for them. I think it would be fun. I yeah. know people who have done the train with their kids. It just occurred to We me. are going to Legoland Ooh. really soon. Um, so I'll probably make a pack of extra snacks yeah. in like our suitcases. And then I also – like we'll probably get some of that shelf stable milk boxes. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the last trip we did last summer, um, somebody brought a whole bunch of those. Yeah, and I think that's going to save us money. Yeah, because, they're cheap, and yeah. then you just throw them in the fridge when you get there or whatever. Exactly, and I'll also probably pack. I'm used to packing in extra snacks for myself too because I mm-hmm. mostly eat gluten free, and so you never like at airports yeah. or whatever. There's usually not a great option. Um, and then on airplanes, I always do take lollipops, which are good if oh. their ears are. That's smart. Messed up. That seems to be always a problem with kids, right? Like, yeah. That usually, if the you're on a flight really and the hurts. baby's screaming, it's because of it's that. It's because of their ears. I know. Actually, when they are crying on the plane, everybody has always been so nice. Yeah, that's. I mean, I they can't help it. When I was younger, it used to annoy me, but now I realize like it's not their fault. They just they they don't know having what a hard time. Ears hurt. It's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I if we're flying somewhere, I just kind of hope for the best and you know hope it works out. So and we eat out. Probably when we're flying somewhere, we eat out more than if we drove somewhere. Yeah, it somewhere. feels like more of a real Yeah, vacation. it's like more, I want to explore more. It's probably somewhere we haven't been much or in a while, so I want to, yeah. like, scope it out. Or if I'm flying to my sister's house, she just – she cooks a lot too, so she's just like, what do you want to eat? I got this, this, and this, or we can make this and this. And Perfect. So I don't have to think about it that much. Um, but a lot of times, even when we fly somewhere, I'll still – we'll still go to the store and get, like, drinks or – Breakfast stuff or snacks, just so we're not eating out for everything every time I get a little bit hangry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I like, I probably, I'm thinking like, I probably want to get some kind of fresh fruit or something for when we go to Legoland. That would be good. Oh, that's a good idea. Or because like, we'll probably dry... need a lot of very fun food that is not going to have a lot of fiber in it. And right. so it'd be good to have some like fruit. Or what about those dried fruit? Like, I bet, it oh, co- yeah. I bet you could find there's some. These, there's these bars called That's It bars. Uh-huh. And Trader Joe's sells a knockoff version of them, and all they are is dried fruit. That's cool. But it's in a granola bar, so they're softer. Oh, they're easy to because little kids have a hard time chewing because sometimes they're like too dried tough. mango or something. But yeah, these are like super soft bars. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I really liked um, 
apple chips. I mean, oh, banana yeah. chips. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really like bananas, but I liked banana chips. That's weird. Isn't that weird? And then yeah. what else? Oh, fruit roll-ups. That's like I mean, dried yeah. fruit kind of thing. But there's healthy versions now. There are. There's so many. <laughs> there's so many snacks. That's so funny. Trader I, Joe's has so many great I snacks. I don't like – I'm not much of a snacker. Usually if I'm doing snacks, it's just – I just buy like salted cashews or salted almonds. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's these pickle almonds at Whole Foods. They're 365 oh brand. And they're like coated in dill pickle seasoning. That sounds Like intense. vinegar powder maybe and like oh dill. Oh, my gosh. My mouth is watering just thinking about them. They're so good. Do you really like pickles? I love pickles. Yeah, I should try those. I like pickles, but I don't know. I feel like they're that might so be too much like, for me. Yeah, they're very, they're really good. They're kind of <laughs> like salt and vinegar chips, but yeah. almonds. Yum. Okay, that's my that's hot snack tip. A really for good hot snack lovers. tip. Love it. All right, now it's time for our recent feast segment where we each talk about a delicious meal we have made recently. Michelle, what do you have for us? Well, I made some roasted vegetable tacos that were really good. Um, the recipe is from Mira Soda. I think I'm saying that right. She writes a food column for The Guardian called The New Vegan. She's been doing their Veganuary posts, which is like this, you know, eat vegan in January, uh, I don't know, thing that people do. Um, so this recipe is vegan. I didn't, we didn't have it vegan because I added in some extra stuff. But um, all it is is roasted cauliflower and sweet potatoes you toss those with um, chipotle powder and cinnamon and a little bit of salt. And I thought the cinnamon would be weird in this. Like, I don't know. I was like, I normally just do like cumin, paprika, chili powder, regular. Like if I was doing this for tacos or enchiladas or something, I would just do like regular taco seasoning type seasons. But um, so I was like cinnamon and I don't know about that. But I trusted the recipe and I followed the recipe. So – it worked out great. So besides roasting the vegetables, you just um, use like a can of black beans. You blend them up with a little bit of the water for, or the liquid from the can. Or if you make your own, that's better. I had made my own, so I just did it that way. Um, and you add a little bit of chipotle powder to that too, I think. But I think instead of that, I just did paprika because it's my favorite. Spiced paprika, of course. Um, so then that's pretty much it. She has on the recipe, a little simple, like cilantro -y salsa that you're supposed to make, but I was feeling lazy. So I just bought like a jar of regular salsa at the store and then pile all that on a flour tortilla. And it all went really well together. Like the, the cinnamon, I, again, I thought the cinnamon would be strange, but it worked really good with those. It sounds vegetables. really good. Yeah. And then I just made a really simple slaw on the side that was just cabbage. Um, I shredded a zucchini into, and then it's just a dressing that I whizzed up with my immersion blender of, Yogurt, lime, a little bit of cilantro, green onions. So just mix that with the cabbage and the shredded zucchini and kind of had that on the side or on the taco if you want. And then we had the leftovers as a bowl. So Ooh, yum. Yeah, it was really good and easy. I love that just like roast vegetables, like throw them in a tortilla and it was a really good combo. I'm going to try that out. I love having roast vegetables for my lunches, I feel yeah, like it's just having them in the fridge. You can do you so can just much do it with on them. like a Sunday or yeah. something. Oh, and... I also had pickled onions as I always make pickled onions if I'm doing something like yeah. this. So it was, yeah, it was really good. And then I put uh, feta cheese on top too because why not? Why not? <laughs> but what about you? What have you made lately? Um, well, I made a really good lentil soup this Ooh. week, which um, I don't love lentils, but yeah. I thought this was so good. And I've been eating it for lunch this week, and I cannot wait. I'm going to make it again next week for my lunches. Maybe I'll do on our Instagram. I'll like do Ooh, a yeah, video. Oh yeah, do a story thing. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you're following us at the Flexitarian Feast. But yeah, I'll yeah. do that when this airs or whatever. I've been meaning to do that more too. It's kind of like, it seems intimidating to like get this, get it set up right and then yeah. get all your stuff prepped and so you're not like fumbling. I don't know. But yeah, you should do that. 
Yeah, I think I will. So this recipe comes from Sarah Waldman's um, Instagram stories. Um, it's not saved on her story, so she just posted it. Um, but I'll tell you the recipe because I, <laughs> I got it figured out. And she is a, one of my favorite cookbook authors. She wrote the book Feeding a Family, which is one of my most used yeah, cookbooks. Yeah, you've talked about that a lot. Yeah, that's a great book. Um, anyways, it's not much of a recipe. And I made it in my Instant Pot, oh, Michelle. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the recipe is for a slow cooker, but I just converted it. Anyways, nice. So into the Instant Pot, two cups of split red lentils. I used one of the bags of from Trader Joe's, and it's a, it's a little bit more than two cups. So Probably it was a, a little pound, thick. right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Usually, like, if you get a bag of a pound of beans or a pound of whatever, it's around two cups. That's yeah. just like a it's good about. It was a little bit more, but I just used the whole bag. And then a can of full-fat coconut milk. A can of diced tomatoes with the juice and a quart of broth. I use chicken broth because I already had some open, um, but you could use vegetable broth if you wanted to make this vegan. Or you could use that miso ginger broth. Oh my gosh, that would be so good. That would have been good. I, I kind of forget about that broth. I need to go to Trader Joe's. <laughs> I'm going this weekend. Um, and then a teaspoon each of salt, turmeric, and cumin. You could also add curry powder mm-hmm. or garam masala, or you could add a little cinnamon or yeah, ginger. Cinnamon, I mean, you could really do ginger. whatever you wanted. Um, and then just do it on high pressure for 15 minutes or so. I might do it a little bit more next time. Yeah. Or you could also just let it simmer for a while after it's done, I guess, if it didn't seem yeah. done enough. But I, w- I made it early and then I knew I was going to be reheating it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And that's it. Nice. You that could do it so If good. you're doing the slow cooker, she said to do it on high for five hours. I'm surprised there's not like any onions or anything in there. Nothing. That sounds good. Oh, I mean, you could definitely put an onion in there or garlic. Yeah. Or also if you had roasted vegetables in the fridge, you could just throw those on top. Exactly. I mean, this so is a, this, this is like a great base recipe to Super play good. on. Yeah, um, yeah, I, like I think that. it would be a lot. Could of also would like be good. stir in some like green spinach curry. Spinach is what I was thinking too. If you had like one of those curry um, pastes in your fridge, you could stir that oh, yeah. in, like green curry or red curry. Oh, totally, totally adaptable. Love it, love it. <laughs> I love a recipe that's like a method. Yeah, and, and then, then you could just it, like like your brain just spins out of control. Exactly, you like master <laughs> the method, and then you're like, oh, I could throw in this or that or yeah. whatever. What happens if I do this? I love it's that. It's gonna so be good. Much. Yeah, it's like you know the base. You've made it plain. You know it's good. Then you know, it's you know good. you're only going up from there. Exactly. And you know what you like. <laughs> I think I would stir in baby spinach next time because yeah. it would just wilt into the soup, and you wouldn't even absolutely notice it really. And there's just more greens. Love it. So, so smart. Or you could even serve it on top of spinach. That's what I do sometimes. Don't you do that? Sometimes when it's like mixed in, it like gets too slimy. Yeah. Like if it's in the fridge for a few days, it's like when you reheat it, you're like, oh, this spinach is kind of weird by now. Spinach is weird. So I like to add it kind of fresh every time. So, but if you're serving hot soup on top of spinach, it kind of wilts instantly. It doesn't need to be like It doesn't need to be cooked. Yeah. Yeah. So I do that a lot with any kind of like bowl thing. If If I'm putting hot beans and vegetables on top, I don't feel like they need to stir them in. Until they're no. in the bowl. And I stir them, like, stir exactly. it all together myself. That works just fine. Yeah, and it looks prettier for a photo, so. That's hot just, tip for yeah. you. Hot, a little hot Instagram <laughs> tip for you. I'm still figuring all that out. But anyway, I guess that's all we had to say about beach house food. I don't yeah. know. We would love to hear your ideas if you have some really good things to bring when you go on a trip. You're driving. What do you bring when you're taken to a vacation house? We would love to hear it. Um, so... Thank you so much for joining us at the Flexitarian Feast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you are listening. Next week, we're going to be talking about grocery shopping. Grocery shopping. So that's going to be fun. You'll probably figure out what we're going to talk about. Grocery stores <laughs> and food. Um, anyway, you're not going to want to miss it. 
You can find us online at theflexitarianfeast.com or on Instagram at theflexitarianfeast. A huge thank you to our producer, Tiki Sound. I'm Eliz. And I'm Michelle. We'll see you next time. Until then, eat lots of plants. Bye.